0: Hello, guys, and welcome back to this very special Kiev Cultural Changemaker special. I'm, of course, your host and founder of the Interpreting Wine podcast, Lawrence Francis. And while I'm based in London, traveling and uncovering great new places is really part of who I am. And one of my biggest discoveries of the last year has been the city of Kiev, capital of Ukraine. This series of nine interviews was recorded in October 2018 and in March 2019, and I hope captures a sense of not only what's happening in the food and drink scene, touching as it does on wine and local cuisine, but also captures a sense of where the city is heading through design, music and cultural change. And I hope that if you or anybody you know is planning to visit to the city, you'll use this series as an audio guide, both to discover fantastic places to eat and drink, and also understand some of the wider cultural context. So here we go. Today's episode of the Kiev Cultural Changemaker Special. Today's episode of the Kiev Cultural Changemaker Special features Yaroslav Artyuk of Ukrainian restaurant Kanapa. Restaurant Kanapa is widely credited with presenting Ukrainian cuisine in a modern, innovative style. We hear from Chef Yaroslav, his origin story, and how he got his start in the restaurant business. He discusses the development of the menu at Kanapa, talks the reception among Ukrainians to the cuisine, and discusses recommended food pairings for the dishes. Enjoy. Enjoy.
1: So,
2: his name is uh, Yaroslav. He's 28 years old and he started his way uh, from 16. He uh, saw some advertising about the beer and uh, how uh, that beer is doing. And that is not a good beginning, but still, he, he was inspired of that. With advertising of the beer, he saw also um, the recipe of uh, pork roulette. And uh, in some days, some days, uh, his mom came home and uh, bought uh, some pork, and she was thinking about what to do with that pork roulette and so on. And he uh, like asked her for the. Um, For the sign Uh, at that times you might go to some mall uh, and show that uh, sign of the parents that uh, you are can buy you can buy a beer some alcohol Uh, so he was um, trying to do some special pork roulette with the beer yeah because mama didn't know
1: what to do. <laughs> so
2: that was the first like um, <laughs> trying to do some something unique and unbelievable. And that's the starting of the way of his like uh, as a cook. And then he was thinking about to do some new uh, to mix some different uh, types of uh, dishes and to try to do some new recipes and so it was like he opened the um, fridge s- find, found something and do some some good dish and he wanted to enter to the university and to uh, take some knowledge about the good knowledge about the
1: cooking. So,
2: after the graduating from the college, not the university college, maybe law college, uh, he uh, worked at some, not a good place, not a good cafe, but there were a lot of good teachers for him. And uh, he was learned to do some new things, and uh, he took a lot of knowledge. With the, that teachers, and um, now it helps him. Uh, like it was pushment uh, in his life and what he's
1: doing now.
2: So after that cafe, uh, he uh, came to some good restaurant, and he was a helper of the cook. And you know that story. Then uh, someone was fired, and he was recommended as a cook. In that restaurant uh, he worked some years few years and then uh, he uh, uh, found new way so he was at uh, the uh, restaurant of Dmitry Borisov of our uh, chef of the uh, our restaurant uh, it was Barsuk the first place when he wor- uh, where he worked uh, he was like simple cook and then uh, he changed the restaurant for the Astro rock he was uh, cook then sous chef and uh, when in 2013 Dmitry Borisov was on the way to open the Kanapa and uh, Yaroslav decided to change uh, whole uh, his way in his life uh, the gastro rock is European cuisine and Kanapa is Ukrainian cuisine <laughs> and her idea his idea was to uh, experiment with um, Ukrainian cuisine to do something unique something new and something special so he uh, is his chef for uh, three years
0: As seems to happen a lot the the timing of the story is perfect because we've just well, i 've just been served a, a dish here um, from the menu which uh, i didn 't order <laughs> uh, Yaroslav ordered for me, so i don 't know really anything about this. It looks delicious. Um, but, yeah, it would be, you know, my honor to, to hear f- from Yaroslav about this dish, um, what, it, what it consists of, and, and maybe something about the development of it.
2: So this is the chopped beef. It served, uh, serves with the bogratch sauce, the crispy buck uh, buckwheat chips, and with the salty cucumber. Instead of uh, salt, we use uh, foie gras. Uh, For grab with the goose liver So goose liver is marinated uh, In salt for three months To be salty Exactly And uh, the idea of that dish uh, Was Very unusual As for me So uh, you know that uh, soup It's like a first dish And the main course uh, It consists of three types of meat with the uh, pepper, uh, yeah, with the pepper and red wine, right? And it's very, uh, like, full dish feeling, yeah. And uh, his idea was to do something new, something unusual, so that dish uh, uh, inspires him to uh, take uh, fresh meat with the bokrach sauce and now you can see it. And our recommendation is to mix up uh, all things, all stuff that you see, to uh, take a full taste so of
1: that. So
2: the Ukrainian cuisine is actually very, uh, like, fat and uh, hard for the your stomach, and a lot of... Uh, Foreign people, they are not um, like used to uh, seriously to our cuisine. So and our idea uh, at Kanapa, we are trying to do uh, the kitchen and cuisine more easier and lighter for people who come here. And uh, we are mixing the traditional recipes with something new and unusual things. That's idea for us
0: fantastic yeah i was just uh trying this as you were as you were talking there and you know absolutely i'm getting a a really you know balanced experience it's it's not spicy it's light i guess it's you know doing everything that you'd want a starter to do um and it's just yeah just it it was you know beautifully presented on the plate as well and i i you know get that idea of um, you know, opening up the cuisine here to people who maybe are not used to, used to having it. And, I, you know, I think this is a, always the, how the food tastes, I think, is, is, is super important. And, and this is delicious. Therefore, my mind then goes to who do you have coming here? You know, I mean, you've spoken about making Ukrainian food more accessible to foreigners or to people, you know, from outside. Is this concept therefore also popular with local people
2: so unfortunately the ukrainian cuisine is not so popular as some japanese uh, europeans and turkish and so on uh, cuisines that we have in the world uh, but a lot of people know us uh, as a very good popular and uh, atmospheric place and when their friends from uh, another country come here they are running and book a table uh, here to to let him uh, see what we have and what we do and then uh, they are very surprised of it in good way of course so except of uh, wine the traditional and some special drink in Ukraine is uh, for sure cordial and some ratafia and balms. So uh, you know the difference that cordial is more bitter, sour, and uh, some drinks uh, that maybe a couple of year decades, uh, years, ten years ago, our uh, grandmas uh, did. So it, uh, it was... Like a herbal drink to uh, be in good health and so on. Uh, it it's like yeah, very healthy cordial. It's maybe twenty till thirty degrees, and also we have sweeter uh, way of that drink. Uh, the base of it can be fruit, uh, berries, and so on. Uh, and also, uh, we know that now it's very like popular to, uh, in Europe to do some sweet cordial uh, with the vegetables.
0: What was brought over as well um, to go with the, the first dish was a couple of different vodkas. And these, I believe, are made here and are exclusive to here. So could you talk a bit about yeah the production really behind these um and then yeah how do you go about matching and putting suggested pairings with dishes on the menu so uh
2: now in the world is a very like a popular and modern way to use some new techniques and new uh like Uh, way to do some uh, dishes, drinks and so on and the way of our cordials uh, uh, we use the sous-vide to do the taste and uh, and, uh, the history of that drink is, you know, the Ukrainian uh, Ukrainians uh, get used to make some preparation for the winter, because we uh, don't throw away the uh, fruits or vegetables when we have a lot of them uh, from our fields, you know. And we get used to do uh, some jams uh, with dried fruits, uh, berries, and so on. The idea is uh, to mix uh, berries fruits, vegetables, herbs, with alcohol. Uh, That was uh, alcohol maybe a lot of years ago, only for the special dates, for the weddings, birthdays. And uh, when you uh, come as a guest to someone's house, the uh, father of the family... Uh, brings uh, a very, like, dirty bottle of that alcohol from the, uh, maybe, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, this is it, and we find a new way we, uh, to do some alcohol drinks, uh, we read a lot of books about the uh, very old traditions, and we modern them.
0: This is fascinating for me, because yeah, I think the, almost the, you know the the old techniques are the new techniques. You know, the, the things that have been forgotten. Some of them maybe should have been forgotten, but some of them shouldn't have been forgotten. And you know, there there is that. There need, I think there needs to be that curiosity about what what has been lost. And yeah, if if, if you think it's something that people will be interested in then you know it should be should be brought back as you were giving the description there about um the vodka and the the history behind it the the second dish has come out so again i'll it looks beautiful uh you know i won't say too much ab- about it uh, i'll just you know hand it over to yaroslav and ask you to again you know talk about the inspiration and you know what it, what is on the plate here before me
2: so this is the aspic uh, with hair and and meat. It goes also with the tiny slice of the molecular horse uh, radish. Uh, we mix horse radish with the cream, uh, sour cream, and it makes it uh, lighter and tender than uh, it got used to. No, and uh, our recommendation is to mix to do some Pairing with the horseradish cordial. It's like very tender dish, I speak, with the strong uh, alcohol.
0: One of the trends that I see living in London is chefs moving and, you know, popping up in different restaurants and in different cities to, to bring their ideas and bring their cuisines. And I'm just wondering... Your concept here was very much about what it would be like for somebody outside coming to to Ukraine and I'm just wondering then if you were to take your concept and your you know yourself and your your, your recipes overseas say to London, um, what sort of ideas would you anticipate exploring over there would they be different to the ones that you're exploring here at the restaurant?
2: So the most important thing that we use only local products and the base of his uh, traveling and popping up uh, our cuisine is to take with him uh, some Ukrainian uh, uh, products as a uh, term butter, the pike caviar, uh, the Ukrainian cheese brinza from the uh, East uh, Ukraine and uh, Salo uh, The special Like you know Pork fat Of uh, Yes And To mix up The Ukrainian cuisine With uh, Another cuisine And to do something Unique Special And uh, Unseen For the rest of uh, Countries And Sometimes Yaroslav uh, Sees New techniques New products Then uh, he never uh, seen before and he understands that he may do something uh, special with it something that no one ever tried before
1: (laughs) so
2: he has a friend in London uh, who's from Ukraine and when someone uh, asks about uh, where are you from and who you are he uh uh, tells that he's from ukraine and they're like ukraine where is it and uh, he's trying to uh, make them understand that ukraine is like you know the Borish, the vareniki like you you may know it as a with chernobyl but Less people know about Chernobyl and maybe about some popular artists and uh, so on, like Shevchenko, he's a poet. Uh, They still don't uh, don't understand. And someone can... Oh, the Kiev, uh, Chicken Kiev, you know that cutlet? Yeah, and a lot of European people... uh, know about Ukraine just because of chicken key uh, it was
0: uh,
2: written in some magazines and yeah that's the only thing they know about the Ukraine the chicken key unfortunately
0: as I always like to end the interview is really just to encourage you you know, be a bit speculative, you know, what, what do you think might be on the horizon or what might you be looking forward to and, and excited about?
2: His uh, idea and plan in the future to modern uh, our Ukrainian cuisine and to make it more uh, worldwide, more popular and uh, make people know about the Ukraine more in good way. And... Uh, when uh, he is invited in uh, other countries he uh, do it like he come here with the some happiness he uh, doesn't think about the money what it can brings him uh, it goes by heart he want to know uh, to make p- people know about the Ukraine the uh, our techniques that we have that we have our products that we have and food dishes drinks and uh, this is like here's the plan for the future to make our uh, cuisine no
0: I think it's a worthwhile mission and I'm just wondering do you have ideas around the media by which you will do that because obviously you traveling and you being present it takes time and takes money and takes focus and energy away from here. I'm just wondering, you know, through any other formats, obviously through this podcast, you're, you're going to, to, to sort of travel. But any, any other plans to kind of or are you already producing media to get that message across video, audio or written?
1: So, actually
2: uh, maybe uh, some time ago we have uh, a guest from the London and it was uh, it's an offer uh, his plan and a year was to uh, to write some uh, book with the Ukrainian chief with the uh, w- with Yaroslav but something went wrong and, yeah, we don't have a book. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but in the future, if we find a person that... uh, who would like uh, uh, to do some uh, good book, to write something good about uh, the shifts and the... uh, Ukrainian cuisine it, it will be very grateful
1: Yeah.
2: Now we are working on uh, The dishes uh, Ukrainian dishes But they looks uh, Very differently From the past uh, We use new And modern techniques uh, Local products That you uh, never Seen before and uh, also we have the menu set uh, where uh, yaroslav experiments with the techniques and ways to produce it and uh, the idea is to um let know our world about the special ukrainian products as a cheese for example mushrooms we have a truffle ukrainian truffle we have more than eighty uh, types of cheese. We, uh, if we find some new farms, uh, we uh, um, will try to connect with them and to uh, make some new uh, taste. We're trying to make people know about the. Ukraine more, uh, as a productor, more as a producer, uh, more as a like artist in the cuisine, and uh, Ukrainian cuisine is very special.
0: Thank you so much, Yaroslav, and also a big thanks to your colleague for providing the interpretation of that interview. For me, Kanapa is a very unique place to explore Ukrainian cuisine, and I would say a must-visit for your time in Kiev. Since our interview, Yaroslav also enjoyed a residency at Carousel Restaurant in London, so do keep an eye out to see where he'll be popping up next in the world. As ever, you can find below details of the website and main social media handles for Kanapa. And while you're at it, head over to interpretingwine.com slash listen for details of where the podcast is broadcast. And if you haven't done already, to subscribe. Next time in this Kiev Cultural Changemaker special in episode 313, we fast forward to the interviews I recorded in March 2019, kicking things off with Vasily Rogol of Bursa Hotel Kiev. See you then.